Hi, my name is Dolores. I'm a translator and a global communicator. Welcome to Attitudable Podcast. This is a space where we share ideas, experiences with inspiring people all around the world. Today, we are going to concentrate on the importance of clarity, on being clear, on delivering your message straightforward, free from any noise, complex, difficulty, just your message. That's what your client needs in order to succeed. And for this, we are going to interview the queen of clarity, Dolores Hirschman. She is a very specialized professional on this clarity and what it takes in to be really clear mainly today where all the world is having a lot of difficulties and facing different issues. So what it takes to have a very um, clear, straightforward message and how to attain it, how to do not only your daily job, but to stand out for your job, you know, that your client knows that you walk the talk. Thank you and join us. Attitudable opens the door to a new world of people transforming lives and the way we do business. Today, we are going to um, talk with Dolores Hirschman. Dolores, my namesake, <laughs> uh, uh, is in the US, but we have a lot in common, not only our names, because we share many passions and creations. She's also a mother of four children, quite a number, the same as myself, and she's entrepreneur, speaker, and author. And although she lives in the U.S., she's from Argentina, too. <laughs> for, more, uh, for many years, she has been a TEDx organizer, strategist, and coach. She works with the speakers, entrepreneurs, authors, and executives to clarify their message. Clients gain the clarity needed to communicate and engage their audience, teams, and stakeholders. And she's the founder of Masters in Clarity. Welcome to our podcast, Dolores. Thank you, Dolores, for having me. <laughs> That's weird. Yes, it's a pleasure having you today. If you would like to add some more uh, tips or ideas about yourself, what you are doing now, Yeah, so I've so I've been in the U.S. for many many years. I I went to school and university in Buenos Aires, and um, and and I think for me and for many people listening, you sometimes wonder what am I supposed to be doing? Um, and I think it for me, I was lucky, or it was a time I don't know, but it came a time that everything came together. My background, I, I studied business in university, and I actually went into digital marketing back in 1996. That's where I graduated from San Andres. And my graduating paper was about marketing on the internet, relationship marketing, before Amazon, before everything. So I've been in the digital marketing space for many, many years. And then I went into the online learning space in the nonprofit I worked for at first when I came to the U.S. Um, and then I kept on going by starting my own businesses. As you know, you said, I have four children. And the way I kept myself busier, because I was busy, I, all my kids were born in six years. But for me, I'm a creative. 
Um, and so building businesses has always been a way to express my creativity. Call me crazy, but that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And so it was through that journey that then led me to become an executive coach. I went back to school, I studied coaching. I'm an ICF certified coach. And so what, what I do today is I use my coaching skills to listen to my clients and I teach them how to use coaching skills to listen to their market so that they can create a communication strategy that their market engages because the market feels heard, seen, safe and trust them excellent yes that's so important today because sometimes we don't know why we don't have the response or the feedback we want but perhaps we are missing something in the middle and it's the way we interact with our customers or with our own community yeah exactly exactly it's it's how we say what we say that matters the words we use So powerful. Yes. And tell us a bit about your experience as a TEDx organizer and what's your opinion? You already talked about a little about this on your latest book, Stand Out the TED Way, Be Seen and Grow Your Business. How these talks can help us in our own businesses. Yeah. So I became a TEDx organizer because I don't know, call me crazy, but because I love hanging around big ideas. That's really the truth around that. And what I learned, you know, sometimes you do something because for one reason, but then it gives you so much, right? I was, I I led one of the largest TEDx events in the East Coast for about three years. And what I learned is that clarity is not that obvious, that even uh, speakers who have been in their business for many, many years, Sometimes they were not, they couldn't communicate clearly in a short amount of time their work and what they stood for. And so as a TEDx organizer, part of my role was to select speakers and also prepare them. Um, And so what came, I, I think in frameworks, I'm very creative and I'm very analytical. So you know how, to, to play in the sand, you need a sandbox because otherwise the sand will, unless you're at the beach, but the sand will like spread all over the yard. You know, we have kids. I have a sandbox where the kids play. And so I re- recognize and realized that sometimes for us to be creative, we need a framework. And so the TEDx experience gave me the capacity to understand the problem of clarity in messaging and to create a framework for at that time was just my speakers that now has been used by hundreds of business owners when you when clarifying their message to communicate with their audiences. Yes, that's so true. And it's um, also a way to, while not, not prepare for a TED Talk that I imagine there are many pro, uh, specific uh, rules that apply to that uh, format, but also to prepare yourself to your own or your own speech or elevator pitch. I mean, to to sell or to tell others about your your service. Yeah, so and, yeah, and so the, there's the what I learned is that a TEDx talk or a TED talk, the 18 minute, the the rules of a TED actually. If you apply them in the speaking with your in in your business, um, 
I've become very useful because it's all about adding value versus pushing products. Like one of the golden rules of Ted, you can't sell anything on stage ever. And so if you, and so for a business owner, when I give them that challenge, you're going to go on stage, but you cannot sell anything, but I still want you to walk away with three clients. So how do you do it? Mm-hmm. So it comes kind of a little bit of a challenge. Like how do you sell without selling and be effective? And so that's what I teach a lot. It's just how do you communicate that people need you more than you need them? Because at the end, business owners need to start in a place where they're so good at what they do and they are they get so great results that people are asking to work with them versus the business owner begging to get clients. Exactly. It's, it's a shift in the mindset too. A, a, a shift. And also from your book, um, I, I, I love the part when you talk about a, a trust funnel because we are all used to study and try to apply the sales funnel, right? And I've never heard that that word, you know, trust funnel, and I loved it. Would you explain that uh, idea? Yeah, so, so the concept of trust funnel, and you know, I'm a marketer, um, and it is a play in words. Obviously, it's a sales funnel in concept, but I teach, I don't, I never really talk about sales funnels. I talk about trust funnels because I believe that the funnel for anybody who doesn't know is the, the, the think of Hansel and Gretel uh, and the little um, kind of crumbs uh, that they left to find their way. So it's kind of the journey that someone will go from meeting you. Like if you are listening to the Lotus's podcast and you're meeting me for the first time, this is our first date. So our, our, our journey becomes starts right now. And so from the moment that you meet someone to the moment that, that someone might become your client, there's a whole journey, right? And that's true. That, that is always true, whether you know it or not, whether you have built it properly or not, there's either a journey that, that will happen smoothly or will not happen. Um, but, but to get someone to become a client, they went through something. Um, and that could be they met you in a podcast and they watch your videos and they looked at your website, they subscribe to your mailing list, they hop on a, I don't know, a webinar, and then one day they bought, right? That's that's a journey. And so in all of those things I just mentioned are moments of connection where you're either enhancing or building trust between that person and you or not. It's, it's a little bit black and white, either they, and obviously if someone goes through the whole journey to the moment that they give you the credit card, you've done something well, meaning that at every moment you added one, uh, another uh, splash of trust, meaning that person continued to trust you and a little bit more each time to the moment that they trust you with their credit card. Um, and so that's what I mean by a trust funnel is how can we intentionally look at the journey that a, a, a human being, a person will go through until they buy from us from a place of how, what can I do? What can I say? What can I share? That will, they'll make that they will trust me a little bit more. 
And the ultimate, I think it's an honor to be an, a business owner because if you think of it, you are trusted with someone's problem. And I don't think there's a bigger honor than having someone say, you are the one to help me. You know, think of a doctor, you know, there's, there's extremes like from, like think about, this is kind of like uh, um, superficial, but it's critical. You know, you probably got married. I got married with a big wedding in Argentina. And ultimately, you chose a makeup artist and a hairstylist for the big day, right? I mean, you probably did some research or you've worked with that person before. Uh, You didn't just grab the yellow pages and pick the first person you found because there's a huge level of trust because you're, you're asking someone to make you look your best in the one day of your life. Like there's no do over, you know, it's not like a party, like, okay, if why I take off the makeup. It didn't work. Let's do it again. No, (laughs) it doesn't work that way. Right. And I'm, I know it's superficial, but it's that kind of level that I, you trusted that service provider with the most important day of your life. Um, if I'm sick, I trust the doctor with my life. Um, if you're a business owner and the business is not working, you trust your coach with the with the guidance to build up your business, right? So it's an honor to be chosen to be the guide or the solution for someone's problem. Yes, and it's as, as well a big responsibility because you're right, you have to do it <laughs> well, or, or at least the best, <laughs> your best version. When also as a translator, when I have a, the, the job, the project ahead, how important it is, it is to really try to do your best, you know, in each project that you, you begin. That's true. I, I really think that the, it's a, a responsibility and we can, how, what would you think would help us in that process to be really simple, clear, and trusted as well, you know? Uh, yeah, and so, so the easiest way to be effective is to listen. <laughs> mm. Is to, in the trust funnel, it's all about content that adds value. And when I say content, I mean videos, posts, articles, podcast recordings, audio files, website, every single piece of content or things that you throw out into the world, right? Online. And so the more you get out of where you are standing, out of your own shoes and put yourself in your client, your ideal client's shoes, the more accurate and the more they're going to trust you because you trust someone that gets you. And the best way to get you is to even use your market's words. So I love to listen online. Um, That's why analytical digital marketers, if you hire someone to do content creator creation for SEO or whatever, the first thing they're going to say is, let's do a keyword search. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're say, what are people looking for? Like, let's answer the questions that people are asking already. And it's public 
content that you can access on the internet. There are many ways to do it. Um, but let's not answer or put content that you think people want, put content that you know people want, put content that people are already searching for and they just maybe haven't found it. So the best way to be to be engaging is to talk your people's language. And the best way to be clear is to always lead with what your clients want versus how you do it. So most people say, well, I have a 10-week program that will help you solve XYZ because you have three videos a week and four worksheets and I'm great. I don't know. Uh, but if I say, you know, if you've been looking for a solution to your, to, to, to managing your diabetes, I'm just picking something. Um, and, and be able to live your life day by day in and day out without the uh, dependency of insulin, then let um, So you have to lead with the problem. Um, sorry lead with the outcome that your clients want and then let them be curious uh, around how you're going to solve the problem. How to do it. And it usually or always depends on, on each um, industry or there are something that can apply to all of us or you work... So any industry, different. you always lead with the outcome that your client wants and you reverse engineer from there. Excellent. Let the client ask questions on the how. Uh, you, are, you guide them because sometimes I speak for myself as a linguist, you are completely lost because you've never studied sales or, you know, marketing specifically. I did it, but many of my colleagues, most of them, sometimes it's new for us. So how to, you know, be guided throughout the process. I think it's very important. Yep. find that guide, that coach, as you said. Yeah. Perfect. And Dolores, yeah, you have the latest book and you, your latest book that we talked at the beginning, and you also have more books that you wrote. Yeah, so my latest book is Clarity First, is where I share my methodology, and I'm sure you have, you can share the link to download it for free. Okay. Um, I think you have the link. If not, I can get it to you. Yes, I, um, I do. Um. So the Clarity First book is something that we just released a couple months ago. And what I share there is my core methodology that I use in my business to guide my clients to the clarity they need to take consistent, effective action. And, um, and what, 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 what I wanted to share in that book is what I call the Monday morning problem that business owners have. And the Monday morning problem looks like this. It's Monday, you sit at your desk, it's 9 a.m., you don't have a client right away, and you look at your computer and say, what do I do now? Like, what do I focus on? Do I, you know, let's say that you have your website, you have the basics, right? But you want more clients. And so you say, you start going, like, most people will, say, will go to the easy, oh, I think I need to create new products. Oh, I think I need to revamp my website. Oh, I think that if I record 10 videos with more better content, then we're going to be great. The reality is none of that will move the needle because all you, if you want more clients, what you need to do is get more clients. 
and to get more clients, you don't need to clean. The, it's like, it's like I, I'm having a party, but th there's not enough people. So if you want more people coming to your party, you know, painting the kitchen is not going to do it. Or, or buying more food just in case is not going to do it. What's going to do it is to get out of your house, stand in front of your house with a big sign that says, I'm having a party and you're invited and get people to stop their car, get out of the car and get into your house. And so the Monday morning problem, what, what we do in the book is we, we help the reader by having a self-assessment of what part of their business needs their attention right now. It's kind of the wheel of life, of, but for business. Yeah. And, um, and by doing that, then we kind of encourage them to go and score themselves in all the parts of the business. And we explain all of that. And once you do that, then your focus is in that that is scoring the least number. Like if you do the wheel of life for your life and you say health and, and finance and relationship and education, and you're and obviously there's a feeling of non-satisfaction. Then if you do the wheel of life, you'll see that, oh, well, not everything is broken in my life. Uh, maybe it's just my health. I need to eat better. Or maybe I just have to reconnect with my husband and everything else will be fine. So it's really about not throwing the baby in the bathwater every time we feel frustrated or confused, but breaking it down to see where do we actually need to focus our attention and go after that part. Excellent. Perfect. So I really think that clarity is you are a master really in clarity because your examples are so down to earth and we can all, you know, feel that, oh, that happened to me. You're right. <laughs> it resonates a lot. Yeah. So thank you. I will share, as you said, all your, your links, your favorite social media where people can ask you or talk to you, which is LinkedIn. Or where else would you like to... Yeah, so you so share the link for the free book and you can find me at mastersinclarity.com. Uh, follow me on Instagram in Masters in Clarity or yeah, Dolores Hirschman on media. Yeah, Dolores, thanks a lot. We will keep all your uh, <laughs> um, big ideas and big um, into practice because sometimes we think that we have it all but we don't put it into practice. So what's the point? You know, <laughs> We have to... Uh, apply all your fabulous uh, content. Thank you. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you, Dolores, for having me. Thank you. See you. I hope you have enjoyed this very insightful conversation with Dolores and gained the clarity you need in order to thrive and stand out. Trust uh, your own gut, trust your instinct, Know that you know that you have everything that it takes, that it, we, we need in order to thrive and try to communicate that message with that clarity, with being the unique and authentic professional that your client needs in order to thrive. Thank you for listening.